This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. Welcome to the Sutton United Talk Time on podcast, the Sunday service. Um, I do have a couple of guests with me today, but first I want to do a couple of quick apologies. Um, for the first time ever, last time I promoted the following um, podcast, we were telling you who was on, and then we had a bit of a, a scheduling conflict, and unfortunately Sol couldn't do it. Um, it's disappointing for me, but he couldn't do it because he was mega busy, so you can't actually be too disappointed that someone's doing really, really well and, and they're getting lots more work than they thought they had. Um, and secondly, I have watched Good Morning Vietnam this week. So if I start going into Robin Williams mode, please forgive me. Um, it won't be as funny, but I might have the annoying voice. Um, but joining me today, um, backed by popular demand, is Gabrielle. Hello, Gabrielle. How are you? Uh, hello, I'm fine. And you? Very well, thank you. And I don't mean this funny, but especially delighted to be joined by Paul Chalmers, considering the conversation <laughs> we had yesterday. <laughs> How are you, PC? I'm good. I'm good. As I said, it's been a long week, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a bit further back than usual in the brain. It was a lovely moment where Paul sort of turned around and said, "Oh, who have you got on tomorrow?" And my face just kind of went, uh, "You." Um, so I answered it, for you, though. I did answer for you. It came you did answer yeah, for me. <laughs> and you remember the time as well, so that, that, that it was it was it was definitely there. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, don't forget you can join in the chat um, um, across the socials at Sutton Podcast and especially on YouTube where I'm still desperate for subscribers so I can change the actual channel's name. So if anyone listens, please subscribe. I think you can probably unsubscribe afterwards so once I've changed it. Um, but let's let's crack on. Um, yesterday, that was that was fun, wasn't it? Um, how did we enjoy yesterday? Gabriel, let's go with you. Well, I think nobody expected to have two consecutive relaxed wins. That's for sure. We didn't see many this season at GGL. I think it was basically another two. If we count Mansfield game, which was settled like 20 minutes before the before the end. Mm-hmm. And Carlisle for Neil. Yeah? Yeah. That, that, yeah, those were the only relaxed wins that we had at home. In, in this season. So we didn't expect to have back-to-back uh, easy wins, for sure. Well, and... I think I was standing next to Paul, and I think even with 20 minutes or so to go, we were still going, oh, you know, if they get one here... <laughs> yeah. Pessimists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, realists, realists. I, I um, think it was a, a really good game, a really good game, maybe mm-hmm. one of the best games we've had in this uh, season. Uh, because um, they only had that chance at Neil when they, uh, uh, Richie had, uh, uh, after a, a free kick, I think, a free kick, Richie had uh, headed the ball in the middle mm-hmm. of our area and he kicked it over the, the bar. But besides yeah. that, they didn't actually had a real chance to score. While we could have scored about eight if we count... Uh, Bugils and uh, Bennett's headers in the first half and um, Boldevin's chance to, to score the third and uh, uh, Ben uh, Goodlife that was denied by the keeper. So it was a good save, that one. Yeah, yeah I, I, think. I think Rob had another free kick as well. That was a good save. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was uh, in the first half and we said at the time it was a good height for the keeper, but um, it was another good save. And when I when I looked actually at the possession figures because I'm uh, I'm passionate about statistics, <laughs> I saw that Rochdale had 34 percent possession, so two thirds basically, but yet we had eight one the the main chances, main opportunities. Uh, the other way around, I think we had 34 percent. They had yeah, they had more than us. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's one of the points I was going to say actually is um, a lot. There's been a few teams that seem to play the tippy tappy football um for no 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 benefit what, what what's the point i mean paul we've been watching a long time were they? they they had a lot of possession but they didn't seem to do anything really with the ball no uh, you know so they knocked it about nicely but not really in any of the dangerous areas uh yeah i didn't um i didn't think they were that that great at all to be honest with you they, they didn't you know, it was quite an easy victory. I can uh, I can agree with everyone with that, definitely. Mm. Well, it was a funny one because they, they obviously you got the league position and that, that doesn't lie, especially at this time of the season. Mm. Um, but we, we've all been watching football for long enough to know that that's not always how you can judge a game. No. In fact, you know, I used to almost ban people from looking at league positions when we played five-a-side. It was like, don't look at the league table, I'll tell you what to mm. worry about. Yeah. Um, but they've apparently had a good record against teams at the top, mm. um, called Tony and, and Matt, and yet mm. they just dispatched with 
with a plum <laughs> if, if you like um it was a very professional performance yeah um, definitely definitely it's a strange one because you kind of run out of things to say on it <laughs> yeah you've been through the Oh, that's it. Job done. I had someone say to me as we left, oh, I kind of missed the tension of those last minute winners. <laughs> <laughs> no. such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wash your mouth out. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike's heart can't take all that. <laughs> all that. Um, Enzio he... had a great game, though. I mean, Enzio just, yeah, the confidence that he gave him and, you know, his first two goals for the club were amazing. Um, Big problem for Matt. <laughs> Yeah, he obviously he obviously took Will out of the side mm. to to rest him mm-hmm. for a big game Wednesday. Mm. Enzio, Tuesday. Bit, don't go on Wednesday. Not Wednesday, <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> um, do you, I cannot tell you how many times I've checked everything. That it's Tuesday, <laughs> I've got um, Enzio coming in as a bit of a placeholder, maybe just to mm. just to like go on. You, you have a run out. And then he goes and scores two goals as well. <laughs> four goals, so four goals in two games from left wing. From the left wing, yeah, yeah, and two from two goals and two goes from right back as well. Yeah, I know three. it's three and three, 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 three. three, 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 three but uh, the last two games, watching those, yeah, just mental, really. Mm. Um, It'd be nice but, if that freed up Dave a little bit. If they they suddenly think, oh, the left side's the side they've got to worry about now, <laughs> and they won't sort of double up and over over compensate. Well, day, I, give him a bit more. I think that's what's causing it, though, is because mm. because of Dave, mm. he has been doubled up on, yeah. which is leaving space elsewhere. Um, but let him keep uh, doing that. If yeah, that, if, if we can score that many goals from the left, <laughs> but he's still beating his players as well. I know. I know he needs to stay with us and have that 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 final ball, which is mm. the only little thing that lets him down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he still yesterday was beating two, three players. Mm. There was one moment where he beat two, turned around, ran back again, then beat one of them again. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Mm. Um, but I've mentioned him as as being a player that not necessarily to look out for. I said, but you could when he gets on the ball, you'll have the whole ground sitting up and watching. Um how, how impressive has he been with you, Gabriel? Have how have you like watching Dave had your boy? David. Yeah. Up until up until a month ago, I would have said that he was the most important from far from our team, especially on the offensive side. The last month he wasn't up to I don't know the performances that he had against Newport, for example. We mm-hmm. we would have expected that to continue, uh, but he's still a very good player. The problem is that the the opposition is taking special measures to to block him. That's clear. Yeah, you can see sometimes he's surrounded by three or four uh, defenders, so it's clear that he cannot do. It's still the the player in our team that has the most chances. I don't know to to get an offer uh, from another club, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, because he he can make a difference. He he can. And as I was saying, he's exciting to watch. He's, yeah. he's, he's he gets everyone on their feet on the edge of their seats. Mm. Um, but other, other good news, um, Harry had a full 90, really. Um, he came on after 10 minutes, mm-hmm. but there was five added and five added, so uh, uh, almost a full 90 for, for Harry. Uh, obviously not good news for, for Kenny hobbling off, but um, the report afterwards was it's a precaution. Mm-hmm. Um, once we've had someone who could come on, we kind of went, well, let's let's not take the risk. 
Um, but yeah, it's good, good to see Harry running around again mm-hmm. and not not knocking in an own goal. Thanks, sake. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it last week, so I didn't Did get to see that. But yeah, <laughs> do you know what? It was four 0 at the time, and you're like, oh, you know what? If we're going to score an own goal, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have one of the more senior players getting it. Who's not going to bother? He's not going to be too downhearted with it. Um, it, it but, his usual tenacious self, though, everywhere across yeah. around the field, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, it's like a new signing, as we've said, isn't it? Almost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're getting everyone back for the running, um, which is going to be huge for us. Mm. Um, the, 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 I think Tance is a couple of weeks away. Mm. Um, I've heard that, yeah. But even with that, um, another new signing, if you like, um, coming off the bench for mm. our first academy player as a football league. Um, club coming off the bench. Um, I know it was only a short little burst. Um, mm. I've never actually seen him play before, but I've heard various things about him. What, what, what were your impressions of Killian? Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, strong. Looks looks strong, didn't he? Quick. Um, fantastic work, Mark, from uh, Marlon and um, Ricky and all the team down there. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of other players who are going to sort of make their way through uh, and just seeing Killian getting his chance has got to inspire them uh, and think that you know, work hard, keep going, you know, you could be make it a, as a professional footballer at our club and, you know, we need, we probably need one or two to come through as well, help with the squad um, over time as well, you know, in the next couple of years maybe, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. One lad went off to Brighton off I think, didn't he, a couple of yeah, months ago? Yeah, um, so, you know, <coughs> yeah. be a positive as well for, for for all the other academy guys. So, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see him definitely get a go, have an input in the in the running. And if, yeah, Tanks is out for a bit. It was funny today, uh, yesterday, wasn't it, with um, Omar and uh, Richie up front. Yeah, so That's yeah. the first time I think we said that we've seen that. So, but it worked <laughs> all right. It just meant Between... to do all the running, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Twin towers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what did you make of Gillian Gabriel? Uh, well, to, to look a little bit back a month ago at the end of the transfer period, we had the four informed strikers valid at that time, mm-hmm. and we let Shaw uh, Silva go. And in hindsight, probably Matt regrets now that he let him go because uh, we lost two of the four strikers for the last game, at least. And uh, I don't know, Shaw Silva, he's, uh, he started uh, as first 11 there, he scored a goal, then uh, he was put on the bench, but he still scored another goal uh, mm-hmm. one uh, game before. Um, he he showed that there, here he had led very few minutes, but there he's, he showed that he, he still knows where the goal is, so he could have been useful here. Uh, yeah. But having a young prospect in the team, and having him confirm, hopefully, it's also a great option. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there was... I don't think um, Taz believed me when I was saying that uh, the, the players call him Mini Dundo. Mm-hmm. And he thought I was making it up, I think. But it was actually the, meet, the manager's <laughs> evening. Um, Matt had said it. So it wasn't it, was, it wasn't actually inside of knowledge or anything. It was just Matt had said it. And I remembered that. Um, but yeah, he looked, he looked strong. He didn't look like a, a, a young 18, 19-year-old playing his first match. He, he, I think there was one occasion he bounced one of the defenders off of him, which, which uh, very much uh, reminds us of, of an informed under. But yeah, to- Toby's done 
amazingly well up there actually he settled in quite nicely i did see one comment from one of their um, supporters i i didn't i didn't say anything because i just didn't feel the need um but it was like when he was saying oh, it was a great atmosphere to score a goal in the last minute or so and they said oh you're at a you, you get used to it you're a big club now <laughs> and i was like hang on you you bought our fifth choice striker and you're giving it you're a big club oh come on um but anyway let's move on <laughs> But you know, it was a, it was a great performance. Um, yeah, I, I just one of those that more of, but mm. less of because there'll be less for me to talk about. Um, <laughs> nice professional job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, we got minutes in the bench. I think um, Kenny should hopefully not be too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they said Ali was probably back in contention, but yeah, they just decided not to take the risk. Not sure if you mentioned John or not, but again, you've got Joe storming it at right back at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you're gonna, uh, Matt's gonna have a little bit of a selection headache soon, which will be good. Yeah, um, need that squad, don't we? In yeah, absolutely. Coming up, um, it's getting to the stage of the season where my old spreadsheet starts coming out, where I start working out the permutations and who's gonna do what in the last sort of ten games. Love it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was looking a little bit at our fixtures coming up, and yeah, it is, you know. <laughs> I tried to work out how many points I, th- I thought we might get. <laughs> and I think I was being optimistic because I made it about 20 off. <laughs> <laughs> this season is completely insane. Sutton fans yeah. being optimistic. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's very unlike me as well. <laughs> um, but on to the big game. So uh, Tuesday... <laughs> Oh, sorry, before I do that, I'm oh, very professional as normal. Um, pod, pod nominations. So your your players of the day, not necessarily man of the match, could be for any reason you like, um, but could I get a, a short list of four players you think deserve a mention? So if I start with you, Gabriel. Who, who, uh, definitely who... Ezio, after he scored a double... Uh, and it's yeah. uh, so his very first goals in the whole season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would add to that uh, beauty man who had a fine appearance for, for me. Uh, yeah. And uh, also Louis John had some in- incredible interventions uh, in defense, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, the fourth. Uh, Bugil is very useful. That was very useful in the last two games. Uh, he, he doesn't score. He doesn't. He's not the top scorer. That's clear. But his work is incredible. His what he brings for the team. He yeah. even had a thirty-meter run with the ball at his feet in the first <laughs> half. Yes. <laughs> um, Paul, who do you think? Yeah, I think uh, I mentioned got about Craig Eastman as well. I, I said from the, at the start of the season, I thought he was going to be a very important player for us, mm-hmm. and he's. Uh, I think we called it a marauding run for the uh, for the free kick. <laughs> he basically ran through about three players, didn't he? And then yeah, and then uh, let's say he won a free kick on the edge of the box for the first goal. <laughs> he stuck his leg where he needed to for the referee and not be given much of a choice to give the free kick. And uh, and I think um, yeah, solid game as ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, a lot of the same same names, you know, Enzio, Kizzy, okay. solid again. Yeah. Uh, forward doing doing what fullbacks do now, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, I can't. Uh, I can't okay. be able. To... 
Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I think we can all agree on Enzio. That's clear. Mm. Um, I think what I'll do is I'll I'll take your first choice, Gabriel, of, of Harry Butman. I'll take Eastie from you, Paul. Mm. And then I'm going to chuck in... Um, it goes opposite to what you were saying, uh, Gabriel, but I'm going to chuck in Richie because he's mm. did a, a, a role he's probably not as mm. used to um, and, and got the full 90 in as well. Um, so I think I'll do those, those four. And we'll let everyone decide. But yeah, Eastie's um, <laughs> free kick was, was quite immense. <laughs> Let's be clear. He does not dive. No, just, it wasn't It wasn't he, a dive at all. He just makes sure the referee sees that he was fouled. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's the important important distinction there. It's, it's, uh, it's putting your foot in the right place to get fouled at the right yeah. time, basically. Yeah. Drawing draw the foul. And yeah. um, as... as, as, as Sorry, Gabriel, but uh, as Magic used to do when he was playing five aside, he'd scream ref before the challenge comes in and the ref turns to see the challenge come in. Um, but, so I'm going to just quickly um, introduce Barry from um, Wigan. Uh, he he um, does the Together with Unity podcast, um, Progress for Unity podcast, sorry. And we had a quick chat earlier on today. So... We'll play that now. You guys will have to listen to the podcast to hear what's going on there. So um, that's just going to come in now. Hi, joining me now is Barry from the Progress with Unity, the Wigan Athletic podcast. Hi, Barry. How are you? Very well, Mike. Thank you very much. Lovely to, to be here with you this morning. Yes, yes. It was, we, scheduling made us do it a little bit earlier, um, but... I'm 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 hearing you're delicate, so I'll I'll have to turn the turn the volume down a little bit. Um, how was how was well? You you beat w at Wimbledon yesterday, and then you went to a, a beer festival, was it? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was very very uh, very good actually. Yeah, <laughs> sampled a couple of delightful ales. Yeah. Well, some of the Sutton fans we gutted that um, we're here on Tuesdays. It's it's not still going on, is it? Because. <laughs> No, it finished yesterday. It, it, it was still some Wimbledon fans in and enjoying a tipple to drown the sorrows, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, take more than that to drown their sorrows at the moment. So <laughs> <laughs> we 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 we're watching with interest because a few years ago Wimbledon and us passed each other. We came down from the Conference South and they went up on the same season. And it's looking possible that the same thing's going to happen this year, but us going the other direction, um, which will mean that. We still haven't played Wimbledon in a league match at all, uh, ever, which is quite fun. Um, but onto yourselves. Uh, the obviously we know a little bit about Wigan from TV mostly. Um, I didn't know uh, we were speaking beforehand. I didn't realise that um, it's so recent that you were a non-league club. So actually, a few of our fans may well have, have gone to games um, between us before. Um, but you've essentially lived in a different well from us for the last um, few years so um what do you know about Sutton uh... <laughs> right well I, th I think the first thing I know is we've never met even oh, in okay <laughs> right so obviously you'd have been in the Southern League and we was in the Northern Premier uh, mm -hmm. you'd have been knocking around with Wimbledon at the time and Hereford yeah. United etc we were mm -hmm. playing Stafford Rangers and <laughs> United and teams like that uh so we so you know, we never cross paths. Um, we have a connection with you, um, mm -hmm. and it's a, a, a EFL trophy connection as well. One of your former players, Paul Rogers, 
uh, who played against Coventry City in that you know, that brilliant FA Cup tie, uh, signed for Wigan Athletic in the 90s. And he played in the uh, Otto Windshield, as it was known then, against Millwall at Wembley and scored the winning goal in the 90th minute. And we won 1-0. So that's a, for me, that's that's a great connection. And he was a great player for us. Yeah. Yeah, we, we um, definitely, he was one of the players in, in the group when I first started supporting Sutton. Um, obviously, it's only uh, as you get older and you, the times when you look back, you think, actually, I can appreciate that. But um, yeah, at the time, I was, I was all for the strikers and uh, Lenny Dennis at the time. But um, yeah, no, he, he was an absolutely great player. I know we um, spoke before and we sold him on to um, Sheffield United and I kind of, lost track of him. I know there's lots of people um, who, who kept track, but we didn't have the wonderful world of the interweb back then. So I didn't know a huge amount of him, but that's lovely. It's um, Curly, we used to call him. Um, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure why someone will fill me in. Um, but the, the thing that I, I obviously know about Wigan is my stag do was actually based around the FA Cup final. Um, so not nine years ago, I think. It is. 2013, so, yeah, May. Yeah, yeah, so, 11th yeah. of May. I should know how long it is. I've got married. But yeah, you on the art. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a strange old day because I I deliberately did it to to make sure there was a focus rather than just people getting me battered and left on the side of the motorway somewhere. So we we had a great time watching it, and you beat Man City that day. Were you, were you there at Wembley? Oh, oh God, <laughs> was I there at Wembley? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, we sing a song called We Beat Man City with a Watson Goal. I mean, that's one of our, our terrorist chants. Um, yeah, it was, well, if I said it was the greatest day of my life, my, my wife's in the other room there, I think. She'd probably agree. She'd probably <laughs> It was, uh, growing up as a kid, I mean, like yourself, you went to that Coventry game in the FA Cup and, you know, I supported Wigan Athletic in non-league and the FA Cup was, was the... You know the the pinnacle of the season to to get a tie away at Sheffield Wednesday. You know mm. uh, that was fantastic, and then to go on that journey where we actually got to the final. It wasn't about winning. We got to the final and, and we played Manchester City. It was just being there, and I remember, you know, the the traditional hymn "Abide with Me." They sing. Yeah. Yeah. that was going on, and. Uh, Looking around, looking around the stadium, there was other men, grown men, ugly, toothless, <laughs> in floods of tears. You know, because the the realization that that you know this was it, we'd we'd reached the pinnacle, and it was fantastic. And I, I remember the game. You know, get to ten minutes, keep it at goal. You know, goalless. We'll see what happens. Then it got to twenty minutes. It's still goalless. Then it got to 40 minutes, and I'm thinking, we're the better team here. <laughs> Never mind, you know. Then come out in the second half, and we was all over him. Uh, Callum Manaman had the game of his life. Sean Maloney was absolutely buzzing. Um, our defenders were playing fantastic with uh, Emerson Boyd, who's, who's a southern lad from Aylesbury, played at Luton Town. Uh, he was our club captain, played out of his skin. Um, Paul Sharner, who's a legend in, in Wigan and Austrian centre half. Brilliant stuff, uh, and and they just played out, out the skin, and then and then Zabaleta got sent off for City with ten minutes to go, and uh, we thought, hey up, <laughs> hey up, lads, we're going to win this, <laughs> and uh, obviously we did. Uh, and Ben Watson, who scored the winning goal, 
broke his leg in January at Anfield playing against Liverpool. Yeah. And that was his first game back. And he came on as a substitute in the uh, 87th minute for Jordi Gomez. Maloney swung in the corner. He rose majestically at the near post. Headed over... Joe, uh, I can't remember the City goalkeeper now. He's gone out of my head. Joe... Hart. Who? Joe Hart. Joe Hart, of course. I can yeah. remember. <laughs> over Joe Hart's head into the, into the top far corner. Uh, yeah, I can still see it now. Still bringing a tear back. <laughs> so what I'm hearing from all this is you've had your turn. And you're going to be quite happy to let Sutton have their turn. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've actually won this particular tournament twice before. We beat Brentford um, 3-1 back in, in uh, 85, 1st of mm-hmm. June 85, and I was there for that. And it was known as the friendly final. That was um, a week after the ISIL disaster, if you remember that. Yes. And, and it was a, a month after the Bradford fire as well. So there have been a lot of tragedies around football the previous few weeks. So they build it as the friendly final where fans could mingle together and, you know, share cans. And, and, and we did. You know, Brentford were very respectful towards us, even though we'd beaten them. And that was a great game, played in the sunshine. Um, Chris Kamara was in the Brentford side that day. And they had a great striker called Terry Cook, who played up front for, for Brentford. And he was a good, a really dangerous player for him. But we were full of quality. We had a lot of young kids coming through. Mike Newell, I don't know if you remember Mike Newell. He went yeah. on to play for Everton and won the league with Blackburn. Uh, he was up front. Uh, Paul Jewell played for us. Um, we, we were just we were just fantastic. And it was, we beat some 3-1. And then we beat Millwall, as I mentioned, with uh, Alan, uh, Paul Rogers scoring the goal as well in that game. So... So we, we sing we've won it two times, we've won it two times. The pizza <laughs> we'd like to see we've won it three times. So don't forget you don't think you're gonna get anything any favours. You might yeah, you might be going to favours. So other other than the, uh, the, the 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 pizza cup, uh the season obviously for you guys have been going going quite well. But you've had um some quite well documented problems with um this season. I think did you go down the season you won the cup or was it the season after? Weren't down the season. We're the only club in history to get relegated and win the FA Cup in the same. Yeah, so yeah, you went down and then it's been a bit of a bit of a journey. Um and you were in administration uh, not that long ago and sort of coming back out the other side now. Um so how's what were the expectations of the season before you started? And are you matching them or exceeding them? Oh just well the, the expectations were uh, we ought we'd have a club. At the end of last season, we didn't care what division we were going to be in. Uh, with no players, we we're playing the youth team most most games. Um, the thing is, we've got possibly the greatest manager we've ever had in, in Liam Richardson. He pulled a miracle out of the back. What a man he is! He is. We actually named a stand after him. Really? I, yeah. Well, he was for for his exploits last season, and also I, I don't if you're aware of Charlie White collapsed it in training yeah. with cardiac. Liam was the first to respond to him and give him CPR. He reckon wow. he saved his life. So he's just, you know, he's the man. He's Wigan Athletic now. So yeah. it's never going to change. So last season, we, 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 we were desperate to have a club. It looked, it looked for all intents and purposes, we were going to get kicked out of the league at one point with no buyers. And if we didn't find somebody in before the 16th of June, all done and dusted, we'd be out of the league. Uh, but we managed to get the foot sold 
Uh, the team came in uh, behind the scenes, a new CEO, Mal Brannigan, the owner and the chairman are from Bahrain. And we were hoping that we'd have a bit of mid-table mediocrity. <laughs> and it was a free hit for them because we had a club. We'd avoided relegation by the skin of our teeth, which was an absolute miracle. <coughs> so we didn't expect anything. But, we, but one thing I did notice during the summer, we were picking up some really decent players on free transfers. We got Tom Naylor and Jack Watwell from Portsmouth, tremendous players at League One level. Um, we brought in Charlie White from Sunderland. Um, we also brought in Max Power, who played with us before. We know how good Max he is. They were all free transfers. James McLean came in on a free transfer, a current international player. Um, Tendai Dariqua, club captain. Um, he, he was with us last season on loan. He signed a, a permanent contract. Will Keane was with us last season. And uh, he, he, only, he was only on short-term deals every three months, getting renewed. And he signed a, a, a new contract with us. Just absolute quality player, superb. We brought in Jordan Cousins from Stoke City on a free transfer. Unfortunately, he got injured uh, early season, so we've, we've, he's been a big miss for us. Um, Guion Edwards from Ipswich Town on a free transfer. And we, we did really well in the market, you know, bringing in these really solid League One players. So you're thinking to yourself, we're building a decent squad here, and, you know, we just might do something. And then <clears throat> the first away game was Sunderland, who were fancied to go up. Uh, we took the lead, was 1-0 up. And you, one thing with the team, you could tell, we finished last season with five players on the books. So it was a brand new squad we had to put together. And that first game, you could tell it was brand new because it fell apart a little bit as the game went on. And then after that, we've, not, we've never looked back. I mean, we've got a stick-away record. Uh, our own form's not been the best, but our uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> um, so, what kind of team are we going to be facing? Because uh, obviously, priority um, would look like you're, you're, you're second in the league. You've got um, a couple games in hand, I think. Um, so, surely the title is going to be more of a priority to you guys. So you're going to just bin this off, yeah? Yeah. Well. We've got um, we've got two games in hand on Rotherham who are who are top, but with three and four games in hand on everybody else around us. So we've got a, but what that means is we've got a lot of games to fit in between now and the end of April because mm -hmm. the season finishes in April. So we're looking at what six seven weeks. We're playing twice a week as it is now every single week. So yeah. if we, if we progress to the final, that means the Bolton game. We're supposed to play Bolton on the Saturday that the finals on the Sunday. That'll have to be moved. So one place in a week, we're going to be playing three games. So it's going to be extremely difficult. We're picking up quite a few injuries at the moment, and we're picking up suspensions because the players are playing a lot of games, and it's you know it's taking it out on the bodies, and 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 they're picking up these bookings and what have you. So in the pizza trophy, we've been playing the kids, so we've been putting the youth team out uh, under twenty threes with maybe one or two experienced pros in there. The goalkeeper will be Jamie Jones. He's played all the way through in that, and he's in his 30s. And he's a good keeper, but he's not our number one. But we've just lost three players to suspension. So they're not, they didn't play yesterday against Wimbledon. 
and they're not going to be available on Saturday. So they might get a run out just to keep them ticking over. And mm -hmm. also, they are club captain Tendai Dariqua, who's a, a right wing back. Graham Shinney, who was just signed from Derby County, he was the player of the season, he's a midfielder. And uh, the one and only James McLean. <laughs> so, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't play. I think he's a long to play because he's got a three-match suspension for what was an harsh red card uh, uh, against Fleetwood last week. Um, but apart from that, I'm not too sure. I think there might be a little bit of uh, rotation. I think we'll put a team out that he believes can win the game. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it, it really is strong enough against the physical side because you said you were a physical side. Uh, I, I, I'm not too sure. It's going to be yeah. it's tight one to call us. It's a tight yeah, one. I mean, we, we've 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 had a, f a few games this season where we've um, clearly surprised people because um, we're little old Sutton and we're, we're non-league tin pot, and then suddenly they're going away blaming everything under the sun for their defeat. Um, we we ran Cardiff close very much at the start of the season when we were in a, a bit of a difficult spell results wise. Um, it was three two I think, but they had to bring on one of their big players from the bench to to to, to seal the game for them. Otherwise, we we could have nicked that. And um, apparently, yesterday the the Rochdale team who aren't doing great in the leagues. I don't know why they were they were, they were full of how um, small and non league we were and how they were going to just dismiss us and they went home with a nice 3-0 defeat to, to, <laughs> to take back to Rochdale for them. Um, so yeah, ho hopefully, no disrespect, but hopefully you guys just di um, dismiss us as, as puny little Sutton. <laughs> no, well, I, I can guarantee that's one thing we won't do because, you know, we're, we're, throughout our history, we've perpetually been the, the underdogs. The, the little, yeah. Wigan Athletic come from non-league, you know, languished in the bottom tiers of the English Football League for like 20, 30 years, and then went on this crazy run. But, you know, that's how we look. We looked on as like a, a small to medium-sized club, and it's what we are. And the supporters will not disrespect you. There'll be no, you know, we understand. I'm serious. We understand the threat that you pose, and the management team will definitely not. The only, if if we were sitting pretty at the top of the league, we'd put, we'd, we'd put a first 11 out. If it was the table, we'd put a first 11 out. It's just that we've got so many games coming up, like I'm saying, yeah. he has to rotate. I yeah, mean, we, no. we, we rotated yesterday. Yeah. The other thing is, as well, yesterday, um, Josh McGuinness didn't play. <laughs> we signed Josh McGuinness from all the Northern Ireland striker. Mm -hmm. um, and he's been on the bench for the last two games. And I'd, I'm not sure if he's... Uh, I'm not sure why if he's got a little knock or he's just, you know, leaving him up to rest him a bit. But again, that's another option to bring Josh McGuinness in, who's, you know, been there and done it and played in World Cups. So, um, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think we'll put a, a a full strength side out, but by the same token, I don't think we're going to disrespect this company. Yeah, yeah. No, no rolling over for us. Okay. No, definitely not. Understood. So we're, um, we've got kind of no idea how many we're bringing, to be honest. We, this is one of those things that, um, obviously I love all the Sutton fans, but we're, we're, we're a bit of a strange bunch and it depends on what mood takes people because we were, a couple of years ago, we did a competition, the, the Scottish Iron Brew Cup, and um, we were the top, two non-league sides that weren't promoted 
and we were invited into it with some Welsh teams and Northern Irish teams. And um, we were like, yeah, do you know what, we'll have this as a bit of a laugh. We ended up playing a game in Dublin and we actually ended up bringing more to Dublin than we had to Leighton Orient, which is only a few miles away from us. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those games where it's suddenly, so it's Tuesday night, it's quite quite a trek, but you might find that suddenly there's loads of people or it might be just a, a few. But where where is um, a good for them, the important thing now? Where Where's a good place for them to drink beforehand? <laughs> Right, there's there's quite a few watering holes in and around Wigan. I mean, if they're coming up on the train, uh, as you get off the train at Wigan North, uh, Wigan Northwestern, uh, you turn left to walk towards the ground, and it's only a fifteen minute walk. And you go under as soon as you come out the train station, you turn left, you go under the you go under a bridge, a train bridge, and if you turn left there, immediately on your left, there's a, a pub called Wigan Central, and it's a real old pub. And it's friendly, and it's it won't rip you off. I think you like three pound a pint or something <laughs> like that. They sell pies in there, you know, and uh, real ale. I'd recommend there absolutely. <laughs> right. if, they're, if they're coming in on the coaches and the minibuses or driving up and they're parking around the ground, um, our ground is set at the back of a retail park, and on the retail park there is uh, one of these franchise pubs, you know, like a. It's not a Weatherspoons, but it's that site where you yeah. can get a meal and that. And it's called the Red Robin. Right. Oh, um, they won't drink in that. No. Well, they were, the, they, Shorten are the Robins and they wear red, so I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't imagine. Where, where our ground is, it's known as Robin Park. That, yeah. That's what it's been known as for centuries, right. you know, that, that area of town. But but that's a, an away friendly pub. Right. Okay. Well, they um, might go in there. But there's a, few, there's a few. There's a few. Like what you class as boozers in in the town centre, yeah. round the train station. But you mentioned pie. Now we've seen on social media the last couple of days, um, someone's putting up things Wigan kebab. Um, oh yeah, and it was it was a, a pie in a bun. Is that? No, it wasn't a pie in a bun. <laughs> bun? What's a bun? A roll, bun cake. Known yeah. as a bun cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come into into Wigan and say, "Can I have a bun, please?" They'll give you. <laughs> A current bun with icing on top. Yeah, and you don't want to put a pie in that. <laughs> if you say, "Can I have a bum, B A R M for my, or yeah. a bum cake, as as they're known, um, you'll get one of those. It's like a. I don't know if you. Do you get oven bottoms down in in uh, Sutton? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. You know it's like a yeah. flat flat bread. Yeah, I think. yeah. Well, that's, that's a bum cake. <coughs> yeah. It's a traditional it's a traditional meal in Wigan. And uh, your pie and your balm, yeah. And it comes from when the miners used to work in the pits because we've more pits in Wigan than anywhere else in the world. Yeah. And they used to eat the uh, pie slapped between two slices of bread or a bone, bone. And it used to keep the cold dust off the pie. Do you know, my, my brother would love this because um, since we were children, he would eat literally everything between two slices of bread. It didn't matter what was dinner. He'd put it between... He's had lasagna between two bits of bread. He's, he's, had, he's yeah. had pies between two bits of bread. And we, used to joke, we used to joke around making him a sandwich and go, do you want some bread to put around your sandwich? Because he just literally stuck everything between two bits of bread. So I may have to get one of those and have some, some photos for him. Right, Galloway's is the place to go. Galloway's yeah. Right, and and, the, and the, you'll get a, a pie burn for I think about two fifty. That's what you're paying your bank cake. Yeah, <laughs> I had mine yesterday before the game. Yeah, excellent, excellent. 
So um, I think that's about it for the, 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 the review. I know I haven't talked about much about the game, but that's fine. I don't tend yeah. not to anyway. Um, maybe, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be up there on Tuesday and um, may wander around some of these places and look out for you. Yeah, of, of uh, course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just give, give us a shout. It'd be lovely to meet you. Do you want to yeah. predict? Yeah, if you want. I, I, I've stopped doing predictions on mine because... I, I did this wonderful, wonderful spreadsheet and worked out these convoluted systems to make sure I was winning. And my predictions were so bad that even after, uh, well, essentially cheating, that I I, <laughs> I, 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 I just stopped doing it because I was never going to win it. So I thought, well, I'm not, it's my ball. I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> so, but far away. Go yeah, I think it's going to be uh, a close game. Um, it, it, and again, it all depends on the team. If the if if the team plays that I suspect, I think we'll just nick it two one. Right. Uh, if, if it doesn't, if he if he puts the kids out, you, you'll win. Okay. Well, I hope. Yeah, hopefully um, that is the latter. And <laughs> as we've as got to Wembley. We want to get there. Yeah, as long as the winner of the tour of the tournament comes from this particular <laughs> side, I'm happy either way. Yeah, yeah. We 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 hope. I mean. A little bit selfish, but we were hoping that both yourselves and Rotherham were going to just spin it off and leave us leave us on Hartlepool because we seem to have a little hex over Hartlepool at the moment. So all right, okay. um, so yeah, we, we were hoping they win the other one as well. But yeah. either way, we just we're just excited to be here. It's all as I said, shiny and new and, and fun for Sutton supporters. Um, but but thanks for your time. Um, anyone listening, um, it's the Progressive Unity um, Wigan Athletic podcast. Um, Listen to any other weeks and most of this week's, but my voice is on there this week, so you might want to fast forward through that bit. But other than that, it's a brilliant podcast, so please do catch it. Um, thank you very much, Barry. See you soon. Yeah, thank you very much, Mike. Lovely. Speak. And good luck for the rest of the season. And I genuinely mean this. I hope you get promoted. <laughs> thank you very much. And thank you very much to Barry. Um, that was a really good chat. It was a lot more off camera than, than was on uh, sorry, off audio than was on audio. Um, we promised each other like 10 minutes of each other's time and we spoke for over an hour this morning. You could probably hear the shopping coming in um, in the background as well because it went way, way over. Um, but you guys, um, I, I think I might be in the position that I'm not very used to being in, but are either of you making the trip? No, I can't make it. No. Unfortunately, no. I've got uh, I've got prior engagements with the children. Yeah. Unfortunately, Gabriel, are you going to be going? To... Mm, no, it's the same situation. I have small children. We take them to school in the morning, and uh, it's uh, quite a difficult process because they oppose to that somehow. <laughs> this 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 has got to be a first on the show, an away match that I'm the only one going to. <laughs> I actually have been to only two away games and those were in London. Uh, the yeah, 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 yeah. FA Cup yeah, yeah. game and the uh, Leeton away. Yeah, game. yeah. So um, I, I've only done one more than that, Crawley, and that's because Fred lives oh, over I've done plenty. I went to Bristol Rovers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done a few, I, but yeah, can't do yeah. this one, unfortunately. Much I, I'm going to just revel in the moment. I'm, I'm the only one <laughs> making the trip <laughs> yeah. on Tuesday. Um, yeah, it's, we had a bit of a chat earlier, and I think some of this will be doubly handling. But um, what what do you guys think? I mean, I had to admit I don't know an awful lot about Wigan, other than they were in the Premier League not that long ago, um, and they won the FA Cup the year I got married. 
but other than that, I, I don't know a lot about them. I didn't even realise they were in administration last year. Um, I also, Gabriel, you wouldn't necessarily know this, but I didn't realise that Curly had ended up playing from Paul Rogers. Mm, um, got the winner against Millwall, didn't he? In that that, that was mentioned. Yeah, that was definitely mentioned. And when he sort of said it, I was kind of like, did he? I was, <laughs> well, I have to, I have to admit that back then we didn't have the internet to yeah. to keep tabs on everyone. Now I know a few people do keep tabs on everyone, but I was, mm. I just kind of left us to go to Sheffield United, and mm. that was it, really. Mm. Um, but yeah, he had a, a big long professional career. Uh, but they are struggling. They're flying high. They've got games in hand. Mm. I saw two in hand against Rotherham, mm -hmm. but Barry pointed out that actually it's got they've got four or five games in hand on lots of other teams around them, mm. which again brings other problems of fitting those games in. Mm. He said they're already playing um, Tuesday, Saturday. He said, so at some point they might have to start playing three times a week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what he was wondering is what kind of team they're going to put out. Um, good for me because I quite like him but bad for the team apparently James McLean won't be suspended mm. because um, this competition is counted differently and as soon as I sort of heard that I do remember Eastie was available to play for, against Harrogate for a similar reason anyway mm. um, but what, what do you guys think if I start with you Gabriel what, what, what do you think how's it going to go what, do you know anything about Wigan I don't I, I watched this morning the extended highlights of the game against Wimbledon. Um, they didn't put up a, a very good game against a, a team that we, not, we all know that struggles a lot in the last two months. They haven't had a victory since December, Wimbledon. Um, they were uh, trying a lot of long-distance shots, uh, shots from outside the area. And the goal came from uh, from a shot of outside the area, which was dropped uh, in front by Tsanev, by Nick Tsanev. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. It's clear that being second in the League One, it's much better than being third in the League Two. There's <laughs> one full league difference between them, and it's clear that Sutton are the underdogs. On the other hand, it's clear that we're going into the match confident with a good morale after the two consecutive wins. So, uh, I don't know. There's there's a good chance for us. Absolutely, yeah. yeah and Paul? I don't know. Anything, well, anything could happen. You know, we're, we're, we've done all right in cup competitions generally, haven't we? I, um, I'm going to say something that might surprise you again, Mike. I've done a little bit of research. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious what sort of side they were putting out in the Papa John's Trophy. Um, so I look back and I look at their side against Arsenal and they did make quite a lot of changes when they mm. beat Arsenal. Um, but the, the game previous to that, they beat uh, Oldham 6-0, I think it was, and they pretty much went full strength. So right. it's it's, it's going to be a, yeah, I, I, I'd expect they will probably go sort of half and half uh, with, some, with some strength on the bench if they need it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, how can you predict what's going to happen in this game? It could go at the top of the coin, really, isn't it? I know yeah, they're I... the league above and they, they should have a lot more quality than us. But we've got a lot of fight and a lot of... Ten we're a very tenacious team. And and we are go certainly going to be going into that game thinking we've got a chance. No doubt yeah. about it. Barry was saying that um, 
they, the, there's three players suspended, three mm. first-team players, so he feels that they'll probably play all of those mm. just to give them the run out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got six or seven injuries across mm. the squad, which is yeah. going to uh, deplete them. Um, he said if they play the strongest side they can, he mm-hmm. feels they should probably beat us, but it'll be close. Mm. Uh, but he said if you play the kids and we're as physical as we can be, mm. um, we'll probably be able to bully them out of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I did make the point of he's asking, what do we play? And I said, well, if you believe the opposition managers will be taken to the field with hobnail boots and stamping on your broken bones. Yeah. Uh, I, said, but, <laughs> I said, it's not like that. We, we are big and I'm sorry if any of the boys listen, but we're, we're big and ugly side to play against, but it's not a dirty side and we can proper mix it up. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it should, it should be a good one. Um, they'll definitely be up for it and motivated, especially with um, the one game for Wembley and Bruce and Matt making it clear all season, this is what we would really love as a trip to Wembley. Mm. Uh, I think I think we'll definitely f- um, have a few extra tickets sold for that one. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I, I, I'm not doing predictions, but I've said it should be a close game. Hopefully mm. we'll come out of it in a win or it could be a penalties. Yeah, could go a penalty, um, yeah. Uh, I think so... that would be my sort of my guess. Uh, mm. It's going to be close and if it goes to penalties... We'd take that, you know. Yeah. A bit of a lot watch of it, us, Watch us go up there now and stuff them like 4 0 or something. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of us experts going, oh, I'll be really close. <laughs> nope. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they've got definitely got one eye on the title. Um, mm. Although yeah. he did, there was quite a bit of conversation. I, I can't remember if this was included in my bit with him or his bit with me. Um, he did kind of say that there would be a bit of tinge of disappointment if they went up to the championship because he would miss league one. He said, it's a lot, as you go up, it's a lot less friendly. Um, mm. the, the, the other teams and the oppositions, um, he said, it's just the, the fun gets taken out of it a little bit. Mm. The further you go up, which obviously we have to be quite mindful of ourselves. Mm. <laughs> we don't want the fun to disappear. No, no. I mean, yeah, if we were to, you know, we're all dreaming of, could we go up? Could we make it in the League One? But it would be so tough, wouldn't it, if we did? <laughs> but yeah, but it doesn't the, stop us wanting to get there. No, I mean the, the the real benefit, if you like, is as someone said, it would guarantee us at least three years League Football. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate to be a yeovil though and then plummet. <laughs> I I genuinely don't think it will ever happen. Only because we might slightly decline over the years, but I don't think we'll plummet um, in, in just successive seasons and stuff. I just mm. think it's just not going to be our style, especially as Matt's going to sign a 50-year contract. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bruce will be walking in there as soon as we're at Wembley before we go on and go, now, Matt, just sign this, don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, looking forward to it and it should, it should be an absolute um, good game and hopefully, because I'm going up there, a good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but talking of atmosphere, I don't know if you've seen it, um, but there was a little bit of talk on the, um, the Facebook page asking about um, what can we do? How can we get a bit more of a, an atmosphere going on at home? I did mention it to you, Paul, on Saturday about obviously with Bradford going to come down mm. um, with possibly over a thousand of them. It's going to mm. clearly make a lot more noise than us. Um, and I know... You were involved years and years and years back when we were trying to get a, a bit of an atmosphere going. 
Mm. Um, but what 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 kind of things can we do? What because I mean, we all have our own spot as I've well documented. I have my own spot, and I know everyone has their own spot. But mm. it's what what kind of things can we can we do? Can we try to get things going? Yeah, I mean, us lot that we used to stand on the shoebox um, at one point, move around behind the goal. Uh, mm-hmm many years ago to try and help with the atmosphere um but yeah we do generally try to leave it to a lot of the young youngsters now all getting on a bit so we are kind of leaving it to the youngsters now i don't know if something needs to change on that front um yeah it's it's down to the people who want to sing need to congregate don't they they need to get behind the goal there get under a bit under a bit of roof um try and uh, generate the noise so yeah, yeah it, it just needs a, a a a gathering it needs everyone to sort of come together and if every, whoever wants to be making the noise they can just all get behind a goal and I, uh, and get involved join in yeah I, I think i do remember the sort of handing of the baton almost over to the, the youth yeah. um but even then there's some of the grumpiness of the olders go oh you can't sing that you shouldn't sing that and it's it's mm. it's a bit a bit of a division, a bit difficult sometimes. Um, but without being as cringy as it sounds, and I said it does sound really sad, but do we need to say this is a designated area mm. and therefore the people that might go to games on their own who doesn't necessarily know a lot of people mm. would feel comfortable going and joining in mm. or even or even even more cringy, a bit more organised, having someone actually organize it i know that sounds awful and i know we take yeah. this out of other clubs for, for suggesting that that's very um, pretty league, mike <laughs> i know i know i think bromley were talking about it oh really um, oh, wow. yeah um but what, what do you think Abra? what i mean you're you, you kind of well coming I to think the library. That, uh, this probably will come over time because uh, i i guess from what i read and from what i heard that uh five years ago or seven years ago there was like uh a third of these uh, spectators and all the rest came in the last few years with the success of the team. Mm-hmm. So they're new supporters, just as I am. And uh, I don't know, with time, the if you get 3,000 spectators at every game for the next five years, it will be also the singing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a valid point. Is yeah. There's lots of new supporters who don't maybe know that... the have the stories and the culture to sing about. It did make me laugh to hear him talk, singing about Carl Shorten. I was like, what the hell are you on about? Um, but yeah, it's a very valid point of new people needing their own identity with, with the club. Um, so yeah, maybe it will maybe it will just come organically without any resort to any of those. Yeah, and, and the, other, the other thing is that it should be, I don't know, five, seven people that, do, that can be leaders of the of the singing and probably this is lacking it's only the teenagers that are going there and randomly singing yeah i think yeah um that that is definitely true it does probably need a few of us i mean i'm such a hypocrite because i rarely rarely join in um Mm -hmm. so it's it's really hypocritical to me to think oh we need to make some noise here (laughs) okay you, you should probably be one of those doing it as well um, but I think it's easier away because we're all lumped in in the same yeah. same area. Um, whereas when you're at home, we're all dotted all over the place. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, there was great singing at Leeton. That recalls me. That... Yeah. <laughs> That's because they were rude to us a couple of times as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, can't remember what they were doing. Yeah, you, you'll be starting songs up at Wigan, no doubt, Mike. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we'll quietly go, oh, I can't believe where I am. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Is there a phone signal up here? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, that is a perfect, gents. It was a really, really good one. Um, thank you very much for your time always. Thanks um, for chatting to me. Uh, I don't think, I think we managed to cover everything somehow, stumbled through it. That's amazing. Uh, Good to see the new stand open as well, by the way. I don't think we mentioned that. Say that again, sorry? Good to see the new stand open um, oh. on a small scale um, yesterday. Yeah. It'll yeah. be nice to see the, um, be, I think on uh, tomorrow, Monday, they are starting to take the terrace out, aren't they? And extend that and do what they're doing with that. So yeah, they, they so was saying they, they'd, hoped, they'd hoped to get the TARDIS side ready, but it won't be ready now. Yeah. So I think the stands coming out and Tranmere will have both sets of seating only. Mm. And then Bradford, they, they hope for it all to be ready by Bradford with the new mm. new terracing and so on. How many can Tranmere uh, bring then? Do we know? Probably only because so it's going to be others. all the seats there, which was two eighty something, mm. I think, and then mm. I think it's similar in the in the the other stand or two thirty something. Yeah. So it's going to be slightly reduced, mm. um, which is just one they've of those come, things. Tranmere have been to that place a few times, so it's not like a, a club coming for the first time and everyone wants to come. Yeah, uh, a lot yeah. of them, they've been sort of half a dozen, well, not half a dozen times, but two or three times, no doubt. So, and wouldn't wouldn't say this normally, but the Tranmere lot are decent fans. Yeah. So, mm. to be honest, if 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 they snuck in our end, I don't think it would be the end of the world. <laughs> to be honest, they might be looking for a bit of revenge as well after uh, <laughs> after we, we nicked yeah, no, so they. they they were one of the clubs that, um, when they came down to National League, just kind of went, we're here because we yeah. deserve to be here. Yeah, they, they, they embraced it. So, mm. yeah, they're all right. I like, I like the Tranmere fans. No, I do. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're the good people. <laughs> yeah, so um, mm. if anyone at the club's listening, just let them buy tickets wherever they like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good stand. And also, i just got to mention, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, um, get to Twitter, follow um, Amber Salamander and have a look at her cake for her birthday. <laughs> she's made a birthday cake in the shape of of the ground and it was it looked amazing um my, my sugar levels spiked a little bit but i was just looking at it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's a, a very talented and, and by all accounts very very tasty as well although she said she didn't want to cut it up and eat it um but yeah it looked really really good um but yeah no the, the new stand looked good um there was again conversation about changing the um the seats on the main stand to yellow yeah. Um, I stand by my position that will look lovely for photos when it's empty, but when people's bums are sitting on the seats, it makes mm. no difference whatsoever what colour it is. No. Um, yeah, I'm sure it will look we on brand eventually. Yeah. Everything will be nice and you know brown, same as everything in my life. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, thank you very much, gents, and um, thanks everyone for listening. Um, please do share the podcast, please review it if you can. Um, any comments, drop me an email, mike at suttonpodcast.com or on any of the socials. I do try and answer anything. Um, don't abuse me because I don't like it. <laughs> no, 
no one abuses. That's wrong. I did leave myself open for for an attack the other day almost because I was taking a piss out of someone's um, away record. And then I was like, yeah, you don't go to many away games. <laughs> don't, don't mock someone who does. Um, but there was one other conversation which I will bring up in a future one. Um, it was Mark who was standing talking to me about um, his away record, especially with his flag that he bought 25 years ago or something. And he said it's never seen a victory in all the times he's, he's dragged it around the country. So at a future episode, we will talk about different people's um, superstitions and bad luck. So um, just think of those for the next time you guys are on. I'll probably be making you say them. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.